millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman in Colombo, where England's ODI series finished in soggy style in the fifth and final ODI. Here we go. Here we go. The killer will ball. Beat everything. LBW. He's got him. Oh, we love a talented young spinner, and we've got one here. Plunkett, LBW. As he's walking off, he's nearly getting nailed with the covers as the groundsmen scream onto the field uh, as the rains come down. Brilliance from Sri Lanka and England captain Owen Morgan didn't play, uh, but is still left to rue what was a disappointing day. We need to know everything there is to know about a player, what we're going to get, what his best skills are, what his weaknesses are, how we can improve on his weaknesses between now and then. And I think today we were really put under the pump by Sri Lanka. They played very aggressive cricket. England coach Trevor Bayliss more upbeat though, and who can blame him as England reeled off another series win? You know, I think it's a good, uh, you know, a good message, you know, ahead of the World Cup, that uh, you know if we're not quite on our game, um, you know, this game can come, you know, come bite you on the backside. More from them, the thoughts of Mark Butcher and Gareth Batty as we begin the build-up to the T20. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app. Stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Well, Mark Butcher alongside me. Uh, in the end, bit of a horror show, really, for England in the fifth and final ODI. But what do you put that down to? Because, um, you know, they didn't feel particularly well. Uh, they didn't bowl very well. And the batting, well, the less said about that, the better. Um, is it as simple as just saying it was one of those things that some people say don't exist? A dead rubber. <laughs> um, well, it is a dead rubber. Um, but England would have gone into it exactly the same as they did all the others, looking to win. Um, they made a lot of changes. You know, if this had, the series had been alive, they wouldn't have made. Owen Morgan would have played, of course, form batsman in the trip. Um, Chris Wokes would have played, England's arguably best player in the format for uh, for the last year. 
um, and they wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have given debuts probably to Sam Curran either. So England made a, made a lot of changes in order to give players a, a run out in on the tour, um, which is absolutely understandable. Uh, but they would have much preferred it if they'd have played a bit better. Um, bottom line, Sri Lanka came out and sort of played like the uh, the shackles are off, um, and uh, you know did what they are capable of doing. I don't think they're capable of doing it over the over the course of a five match series, but they certainly have players um, who have the skill to be able to to put in a one off performance. Uh, and England were below par; they didn't feel particularly well. Um, and you know they've thoroughly deserved to end up on the on the wrong end of this game, but um, I still you know the, the the difference in class between the two sides is still as great as it was. Don't forget England are also without Johnny Bear, so another first choice player not not available through through injury. So um, you know not excuses, but those are the, the, the facts of the matter. And I don't think that um, the team beyond sort of a, a, a quick debrief um, will will be too worried about about the performance tonight. They'll be disappointed, but I don't think that it, that it will stop them and their approach and their sort of march in terms of preparation for the World Cup next year. So of the uh, the players that did get an opportunity, um, Sam Curran came in for his debut. Of course, proud moment for him and his brother and uh, the Curran family in Surrey as well. Uh, it wasn't his day, unfortunately, with Batnor Ball. Mark Wood, another opportunity for him, but he couldn't really take it either. Liam Plunkett back in the side as well. Um, weren't many of them that really furthered their claims for uh, a place in the squad, as it were? Um, well, no, but I mean, Liam Plunkett looked rusty, looked like a man who hadn't played cricket since the, since the back end of the English season. Um, and again, you know, conditions pretty much as harsh as they get. Uh, out there this afternoon in terms of heat and humidity when you're uh, not quite acclimatised so I think he can be excused he's got more than enough credit in the bank for that not to go against him um, you know Sam, Sam looked a little bit um, a little bit sort of down on, on pace if the ball isn't swinging and it obviously it didn't um, this morning when, uh, when or this afternoon when England uh, were asked to field first and so you know under those circumstances if he doesn't make early breakthroughs he can, can be got after and that was certainly the case um, and, and Mark Wood, I mean, it's difficult to see where Mark Wood's role would come should he end up in a, in a, in a, in a playing eleven during the World Cup because, you know, Liam Plunkett has a sort of the middle-over enforcer um, part sewn up. Chris Wokes um, has the, the, the new ball um, sewn up. Would it be Wokes and Wood perhaps with the new ball? Does David Willey come back into to the reckoning for that role? He's been so successful in English conditions doing that. So, you know, Mark Wood again is perhaps one of those guys who may be a little anxious as to, as to, what, as to where he fits in um, down the stretch. Um, but Tom, I think Tom Curran once again showed his worth at the, at the end there. He almost managed to sort of drag um, Sri Lanka under the sort of 350 mark um, to picking up a couple of w- wickets, being reasonably... Um, Fearless and uh, sort of uh, full of full of ideas and full of nous when it comes to bowling at the death. So he's somebody that has, has certainly furthered his cause on this uh, on this trip. Well, he didn't play today, but let's hear the thoughts of England's captain Owen Morgan, who was with Andrew McKenna. Owen, I mean, man of the series, congratulations! It shows how well you've played. You got man of the series without even playing the final game. Yeah, it's a huge compliment. Um, I think the fact that we won the series and being man of the series is, is showing that you know, you're contributing to, to wins, which is very important. Um, and obviously winning the series is, is huge for our confidence going forward and our, our learning. I think being in a position 
and being able to learn from today when we've played so poorly and Sri Lanka have taken advantage of us. I think having won the first three games, we're in a better position to actually absorb things that can be thrown at us and, and, and I suppose criticisms within our own group where we can get better and learn. Um, but certainly it is nice to win 3-1 when we haven't played necessarily our best cricket out here. Was it sort of in, an interesting perspective for you today, sitting on the sideline watching, because you don't sit out many games, and a game that's not, not gone particularly well, maybe it give, gave you a different insight? Um, I wouldn't say a different insight. I, I think it, it, it serves its purpose. Uh, I left myself out today to give opportunities to guys who haven't played a game on this tour so far. And when we fast forward to picking the 15-man squad for the World Cup, um, we need to know everything there is to know about a player, what we're going to get, what his best skills are, what his weaknesses are, how we can improve on his weaknesses between now and then. And I think today we were really put under the pump by Sri Lanka. They played very aggressive cricket and they took advantage of us having a really poor day. So we've learned a lot more about our side and hopefully we can learn a lot more as well moving forward. Having said that, a 3-1 series win in Sri Lanka is still a 3-1 win and if I'd offered you that, what, two, two and a half weeks ago, I imagine you'd have said thank you very much. Yeah, I, I think it's more the manner in which we win. I think we've, we've scrapped our way to three victories um, and that does require skill, thought and a lot of planning. Um, the guys have to play reasonably well in order to beat the side. We've shown that today and if you give them an inch, you know, they really did take the game away from us. So it is nice that we've won. We need to continue learning. We haven't played anywhere near our best cricket. I suppose that is a good sign of a, of a, of a strong team when you're not playing your best cricket, but you're, you're winning series. But to try and replicate tournament mentality, you have to react on every given day. You know, your skill might not be there that day. You might be thrown off by something. So how you react to getting yourself over the line on that day is very important. And I think the first three games in particular served us well with you know, a lot of weather around, doing things differently, playing a, a bit of a longer game. Um, so yeah, we, we have learned things. How hard has this series been to play? Bearing in mind it, the stop-start nature. I mean, not only from day to day, but in matches as well. I mean, th- that there's so little flow in these games. Yeah, I, I think it's presented a completely different challenge for us. Um, I mean, when you turn up to the game, you don't even bother looking at the wicket because majority of the time, both sides will want to bowl first with the weather around. It's, it's more than likely going to be affected uh, by rain, which involves a lot of Duckworth-Lewis method, um, which again presents a different challenge for us. We can't just go out and play with the freedom and aggression in which we normally do. There has to be a bit of thought behind it as well. So it is a different challenge. I think the guys have, have coped really well with it, but today is disappointing to end with a lose. So Owen Morgan there, who uh, before this series or during it, uh, Gareth Batty, who's with me now, suggested he would drop his he would drop himself from this side uh, if he felt it would be uh, it would improve England's chances of winning the World Cup. I think we've seen today and throughout this series in quite a while. England needs Owen Morgan. Um, I'm not sure they would have batted, fielded, or or bowled as badly as they did at times today if he'd actually been playing. I, I think he's he's showing his immense qualities as a leader. And today was the biggest one for me, uh, leaving himself out when he's back in form, playing beautifully. He could have pushed his numbers even higher uh, and set himself even more apart from the rest of the group. But he didn't. He left himself out. He was the first one to get a bib on, to take drinks around to people. He was the first one to get out on the field uh, when a sub-fielder was required. 
he just showed all the great skills that great leaders have. Um, and I think um, it was uh, very, very befitting that uh, he's had such a wonderful series himself personally with the bat. But I think for me, if anybody needed any confirmation out there that he's the right man to lead us into a World Cup, um, you want to take a long, hard look at yourself if you're thinking any other than he's the right man. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, ben Stokes, should he have carried on? 67 uh, he made, uh, but it was in a losing cause and it was always going to be in a losing cause. You know, there is some suggestion that he's too powerful and he, won't, he wouldn't have come off even if he was ordered to. We don't know that and I'm sure that didn't happen. But, and really, I mean, at times it seemed a little bit, bit bizarre that he was still out there. Or do you just see the, the, the credit in the man for sticking it out when it was obviously very, very tough for him? I think it's your talisman cricketers, which obviously Ben is. Um, they don't want to come off. They don't want to be the one that ever shows weakness. Um, as long as it was just cramp, um, it, it's only just affecting some power positions he was trying to get himself into batting and obviously the quick singles. So had it have been a tighter game, had it have been uh, the singles missed would have been an issue, then I would have said get off the field. But in this instance, um, for him to, to hit a few more balls and actually further down the field, he actually struck it really well. So it freed him up a little bit. Um, and it made him strike the ball rather than think about rotation, uh, which is almost how Morgan has gone about this series. He's, he's freed himself up. He's gone back to how he used to play as a youngster. Sometimes it's a good thing. As long as there's no permanent damage in that calf, I don't really see there's too much of a drama. I tell you what, your uh, voice resonates so well. You're actually getting my, um, my phone to try and call. <laughs> Siri's getting involved. It's going to call Ben Stokes. If I had Ben Stokes' number on my phone, he'd be on it right now. Um, as a whole, it was a bit of a disappointing end, wasn't it? But uh, you can't take away from another series win for England. Some real positives in there. And really, at the top of the list for me, you know, coming into this series, has been Tom Curran. What a performance again today. At times, he, he took a bit of stick, but everybody did. Um, but he's really taken the opportunity, and he knew he had to as well. Yeah, and it was, uh, was it the second or third ODI? I think it was the third, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it, that he came into the team, hit the ground running um, and showed how difficult it is mid-series to come in and, and, and get the pace of the game and how it's going. Um, he was arguably the, the man of the match that day. I don't think he got it. And then the second game, it was, mm. was arguably the pick of the bowlers, but uh, Rash maybe took the plaudits then. And then again today, he got the wickets, which um, on a different day, had England batted better, those, you know, the... The flow of runs were, were certainly stopped for a little while. Um, it just shows that he's got some real value there. Um, and it's what you want from your young players. You want them, if they get opportunity, to put their hand up and say, right, now drop me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trevor Bayliss, the England coach, spoke after the win. Let's hear what he had to say to Andrew McKenna. Well, Trevor, a series win, that's what you've all come for. But disappointing way to, to finish off with... Quite, quite a long way the worst performance of the series oh definitely um, you know it's one thing giving guys opportunities um, but they've got to take hold of it and uh, you know tonight we didn't is there an element of disappointment in that in the fact that you want guys putting their hands up and, and standing up and there's only so much you can do for them uh, well yeah um, you know over the last 12 months or so we've been playing some good consistent cricket this this was one of those performances where you know every now and then we threw in a little while ago. So look, I think it's uh, you know I think it's a good uh, you know a good message um, you know ahead of the World Cup that uh, you know if we're not quite on our game, um, you know this game can come yeah come bite you on the backside. Any part of maybe that the players are taking their foot off the gas a little bit with the series being one? I mean, your face tells me even if that is the case, that's not an excuse. Well, exactly. Um, 
you know, we've been about and we've spoken a lot about uh, you know, finishing series off. Number one team uh, you know, should, should be able to you know, play at the top of their game you know, better than we did tonight. Um, so it's another, as I said, it's one, another one of those reminders that uh, you know, probably at, at, at a good time, we'd much rather it happen here than obviously uh, in a World Cup. Um, so look, I'm, I'm sure it'll kick the guys into, uh, into, into gear. It might be one of those strange ones that actually you look back on down the line and, and you just say, you remember what I told you about always putting it in? That was what I was talking about. Well, exactly. I, look, I, obviously, you know, our bowling wasn't, uh, wasn't fantastic tonight. Um, but for me, the, you know, the disappointing thing was our feeling and our attitude in the field. We just, uh, you know, we just we, we didn't have it tonight in the field. And I think, uh, you know, that attitude in the field, I think it can rub off on the rest of, the ga- on the rest of your game and give you confidence. Um, tonight, we weren't very good in the field. Uh, and I showed that, and, and I, th- I thought that showed uh, with the rest of the confidence uh, in our performance. When we look back over the whole of the series, though, you've got to be really pleased with what you have produced as a side. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, even though Sri Lanka haven't had you know the, the best of results in the last uh, few months, we knew coming here and playing them in their own backyard, it wasn't going to wasn't going to be easy, and that we'd have to play some good cricket. Um, you know, and in those you know the first three or four games, um, we, we did play some good cricket. Um, you know, and more than enough to you know, to win the uh, to win the series. And you know, you know before a series starts, uh, that's the number one goal to win the series. Um, so great to, great to win, but also it's got a little bit of a reminder in the, the back of our heads. I know coaches don't like picking individuals out, but the form of Joe Root and Owen Morgan with the bat this series has been almost on a different level to anyone else. Yeah, look, especially in those uh, first four games, they're certainly the backbone of uh, of our um, innings. Um, and that started right from the, uh, the you know the practice uh, match we played as well. Um, that's the way it goes sometimes. I mean, we've got some very talented players, as uh, we all know. Um, and sometimes when you when you don't get a hit, um, it's a bit hard to get out of that uh, to get out of that rut. Um, but we gave, we gave some guys an opportunity tonight, um, which you know, we failed to take advantage of. So um, I'm sure that's something that the boys will be working very hard to uh, you know, to fix up next time. You've come here with a lot of seam bowlers and you've got other guys who didn't even make the tour the seam bowling depth at the moment for England is such that you can be ruthless now here on in Chris Jordan has come out for the, for the T20 yeah. there's going to be a lot of guys fighting for only a handful of places well exactly and that's, and that's why uh, you know, it's important for those guys when they're given an opportunity that uh, you know, the, the guys that can take hold of those opportunities might find themselves in a World Cup uh, squad in uh, eight or nine months time Looking at the T20 game, um, obviously you've only got Christian, so it's essentially the same group that you've had here for a while anyway. Does that make it a bit easier? Um, look, we've got, we've got you know, a couple of injuries as well. Um, we've got guys that were probably or haven't been in the T20 uh, team over the last 12 months, two years or so. Um, so it, sort of, it gets down to we've probably got about 12 or 13 guys that we can select out of the 16 or 17 we've got here. Um, and it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be a team that yeah, may be a fraction different to, uh, to what we've had in the last 12 months, but still, uh, yeah, still a, a good one. When you sit down a gla- with a glass of whatever your preferred tipple is... Water. Water, obviously. Yeah. Um, if, if you were offered a 3-1 series win in the one-day series in Sri Lanka, would you have taken that? And how do you look at that now? Um, well, look, as I said, we... we the, the plan is to obviously to win any series that you play, um, but obviously we're disappointed with the way we finished uh, in this one. Um, you know, the number one team in the world, we're out to, you know, we're to win every match we play in. 
um, and play under that pressure of being the number one team and the World Cup being in England. Um, so disappointing in the way we play today, but as I said, it's, uh, it's a message to the boys uh, that you know, we can't take our foot off the pedal. So yeah, Trevor Bayliss there, and to look, I think it's been wonderful performances from England in Sri Lanka. You only have to look back to the last time they were here. 5-2, they lost the series on that occasion. They had to battle the Sri Lankans, they had to battle the conditions, and whilst it didn't end particularly well, they have been seriously impressive. Um, Gareth, off to golf for me and you, um, and uh, a little stay at a very famous Sri Lankan cricketer's house, uh, and uh, we're off turtle spotting, are we? Is that right? Tell tell me a little bit more. Yeah, we've got a couple of days at the beach. where apparently there's some uh, the turtles come up on the on the beach and uh, there's like a, a sea water infinity pool where they sometimes come in there so that'll be interesting uh, I'm sure for the kids more than us but uh, that'll be amazing and then uh, yeah we're we're with the the Sangakaras for uh, for a couple of nights in in Goal. Um so yeah we're uh, we shall have a couple of days to refresh and get ready for that 2020. Brilliant stuff. Well, that's uh, pretty much all we've got time for on Following On. Uh, This has been the Following On podcast from Talk Sports. Myself, John Norman, alongside me today has been Mark Butcher and Gareth Batty. Tomorrow's show, as I say, will come from Gaul as uh, we head uh, down the coast for a bit of R&R. This has been Following On. And to never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.